0: Points towards Derek. Looks at you, Belmont. Goes. That's coming out of your reward.
1: That, I'll... Sorry, coming out of his share of the reward.
0: I, coming out of the reward wholesale. How you divvy Their it up share. is up to you. I'll pay for the table. Okay, that'll be five gold. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's
2: worth it for a terrible
0: punch. Oh my god! I take. Yeah, you you flick him. You flick him five gold. Uh, as he kind of shakes his head, puts it behind the bar, scratches down something on a piece of parchment. Yeah, what did you get with your charisma investigation? I
3: got a twenty-one. Also.
0: Oh, nice! I did. Um, You go around, and you're you're quite persuasive, you're quite conversational, you're able to unlock a lot of stuff out of people as they're talking. Perhaps there is. Perhaps you end up talking to the actual uh, farmer who has lost cattle, a guy by the name of um, Benjamin. Benjamin's kind of gives you some insight into what you saw. He says, "I don't know quite how to describe it. it My my farm was the first to get attacked." I were in me house i was having a having a having a mug of ale and again it was night it was night it was late yesterday and i'm looking over and we've got torches kind of laid throughout the, the the farm here and there so i can see not a lot you know torches are expensive and not a lot you know all, all the money in the world anyway as i'm looking i see i see um this shadow come down big beating wings and then for a second, as I see this creature land to the ground, I've gone to get my coat at this point. And as I'm running out, I swear I can hear hooves clumping. It must have been the poor cow thing trying to run away. I can hear hooves clomping on the ground. And then as I hear this eagle screech and see it get carried up into the sky, kind of like reflected by the moon just back. I, I don't know what it was. It was somewhat horrifying.
3: So all that she's written down is ale, torches, cows, screech, hooves, moon. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> So she's there, she's thinking, she's stroking her face, she's like,
0: hmm.
3: So would that be, that's a
0: hippogriff, right? Uh, the hippogriff is part horse, part eagle. Yeah. So it seems like it might line up.
3: So can I, with that information based on what I've got, can I make an educated guess as to say that we're likely dealing with a hippogriff? Uh,
0: that's certainly an inference you can make. Uh, it, it feels like it would make sense. I mean, uh, Benjamin's uh, theory was that, in fact, the, ugh, the hooves were the cows, but... You can yeah. in, certainly infer that that is certainly evidence towards it being a hippogriff rather than a griffin.
3: Okay, so then how far away is his farm, did he say? And,
0: Everything how, long, is, and how long ago? Everything's a short walk. It's yeah, all within a fairly close position. How long
3: ago was the attack, sorry?
0: Uh, this was the first attack. It was about three nights ago.
3: And has there been rain since?
0: Uh, no, it has not rained since. It's okay. uh, early summer. It rarely rains around this time of year.
3: Cool. So I walk up to the table and say, Right, so I think I've got some information. I think it's a hippogriff. I've got a lead. We're going to Benjamin's farm. All
4: right. All right, then. Why do you think it's a hippogriff over a griffin, my
3: dear? Well, I was just talking with Benjamin over there, whose farm we're going to go to, and he has said... Benjamin hey, waves. Hi.
4: I'm just going to lift my uh, gauntlet's hand over and wave back, trying to be <laughs> friendly, but it probably looks...
0: There's like a, a strange smile as you're like, hi. <laughs> so, as soon
1: as you were like, let's go, I like down the last of my and slammed it down onto the table. Like, right, OK, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm
3: ready. So, yeah, I just explain that what Benjamin has told me and I, I just say that this is what it sounds like from what I've read in the books uh, and that I very much like to go to Benjamin's farm just to see if there's any clues or prints or anything.
0: Benjamin says that as well that the... Um the last attack was on um, Barnabas's horse. So if you if you if you don't find a trail on his farm, you can perhaps try Barnabas's um, stables.
3: Is is the stables closer than his farm?
0: Uh, about equidistance. distance. Everything's in a kind of, kind of like a five ten minute walk away. Really, nothing's okay. that far away.
3: Well, should we go off into two groups? One one party goes to the farm, and one party goes to the stables. After
4: seeing how we dealt with bandits. I doubt we'd do well with a Hippogriff 2-3. Well,
1: it's, day village, Belmont, it's it probably daytime. It might be hard to, you know, compare notes, sort to of speak, if we're not together. And I just think I want to have a look at both places anyway, so... Is it because you don't want to take the notes? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. I, just, I want to have a look at okay. both um, the fields because I think I will be able to tell some things about the fields and you know if, if there's any markings or things i think i think i pick that up quite well and well you might be better at talking to people because i know the the way these guys are looking at me i don't think they want to tell me anything but you know i think if i went to the fields and had a little investigation that i could find something so i'd want to go to both of them and see if i can see any similarities as well because yeah that's sort of more my you know expertise
2: My nanny used to put on a play back at the manor and get the servants involved as well. And if they ever needed to play a horse, instead of bringing such a filthy beast inside, they would have one servant inside playing the front of the horse and one servant inside playing the back of the horse. We could possibly try and set a trap in a fake horse. Either people inside or maybe some explosives.
3: Can Let's explosives
0: just explosives exist yet in this universe?
2: Explosives are usually
0: magical in nature, but it's not something that doesn't exist.
3: Okay. <laughs> Let's just go to the field and then we'll go to the stables. I love the and way
0: then... that like, a suggestions met with a kind of.
2: <coughs> <laughs> so we'll split the group in two. <laughs> <laughs> look,
3: look. So, okay, we'll all go to the field now and then we'll go to the stables. Yes. But you guys do what you want to do. But I've got a really good feeling about this and I need to go right now. Okay, I'm coming. Yeah, okay, let's go. Right, let's I'm go. ready. Yeah.
0: Cool. You head your way over to Benjamin's farm. As you are, once again, the town is really quiet. Ever since the, when there was a watch done, they saw this beast more up close. People are getting more and more scared, especially without being dealt with. And perhaps there's even more of a level of concern because. The house itself is kind of like in the town proper, so it's kind of coming closer and closer in. Yeah. Um, um,
3: so what time of day are we now, sorry?
0: Uh, it's probably around midday. It's, it's...
3: Oh, OK, so we've got plenty of time before the creatures yeah. like, I like plenty. how all the yeah. townspeople are sat drinking ale in the tavern. Yeah. <laughs> but if they've yeah, got no exactly. livestock to farm, they've got shit all to do.
4: I'm now worried about the sky even
0: more. You know, I Based think...
4: this is concerning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nathan looks at you, looks at the sky. I think we'll be OK. You'll be fine. He rests his hands upon his shoulders, like Belman. You'll be fine. Come on, you can do this. I believe in you. So you make your way towards uh, Benjamin's farm. You see his uh, barn has kind of been locked up. You assume that's where all the cattle have been put for their kind of protection for now. And you make your way over to the kind of general area where it's described. Again, there's kind of like a. A sweet smell in the air of, uh, of kind of plants and then there's a kind of underlying smell of uh, cow manure as you make your way through the field. I imagine country, spotting yeah. your, your boots spellmont as you walk through. Everyone can give me a survival check if they want to see if, try and see if they can see the marks. Is this some skid marks? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah exactly. That's
0: an
1: 11. 13.
2: 19. Ooh. A natural 20 for Derek. Hey! hey!
1: damn it, this is where I've been like, I can do this. I'm going to be like, let's be a fake pantomime horse. And then he's the one who comes to the field and says, ah, yes, it's a hippogriff. Uh,
0: yeah, OK, with a, with a, I think for you, that's a 21. You manage to find, everyone's kind of looking around this area and they're not very, seeing very much. You see, you kind of see in the ground. Initially, it's hard to tell because there's hoof marks in lots of places. But you see there are a couple of hoof marks which are preceded by enormous talon marks dug into the ground. It seems like there's been a skirmish of some form here and then you can also see a trail of blood uh, which seems to be leading away from the farm and as you kind of look and you see along the floor you kind of see it's really really faint because it's been a couple of days since this transpired but you can see uh the kind of the blood as if it's been dripping from uh presumably the, the cow as it was dragged away, this trail kind of leads off the farm, past some of the land, and dotted around the countryside in the areas that have not been tended to, you see the, there's like a few uh, cops of trees here and there, and you also see kind of hilly dells, and you can see kind of past this past land where you are, there is an area that looks like it hasn't been farmed. Maybe used to graze sheep, but there isn't anything, um, any permanent structures or hemmed in fences over there, and you can see them kind of carried off in that direction. There's no way for you to know how far it's gone, but you kind of have a direction in which you would need
2: to head. All right, I'll share this with the guys. I do deduce that the, the flying devil, whatever it may be, has—did you say talons? Talon marks, yes. Like claws, talons or like, or like actual, like, like—are they in threes or
0: fours? Like giant claw marks in the ground.
2: Okay, the, this evil beast dragged off the cow over in this direction. Let's follow the blood, and shall we set a trap and wait for it to come back, or shall we follow it into its own abode?
4: What do you have in
2: mind for a trap?
1: Well, if it... Well,
2: I had a brilliant idea earlier. <laughs> I don't know if I should repeat myself. Well, oh, not the horse. If it, if it
1: hunts at night, then it might sleep during the day. So if we can get there quickly, then I think we might be able to get it while it's asleep, and that would be a good advantage.
2: Agreed. Are we all in agreement?
1: Does the blood go past
0: the stables? It's kind of going in the direction of, like, on tended to land and there's a few yeah, kind of like a,
3: so no, if we a were few to, small forested areas would it be worth checking the stable still if it only takes five minutes to go and check oh probably we can do yeah. yeah i mean probably it could be a waste of time but i mean just to double
0: check yeah you make your way off benjamin's farm and you head towards barnabas's house it kind of looks like you know tudor buildings it's that kind of vibe. A uh, very grand, stately home. Definitely the biggest building here. Wonderful rose garden out front, and then there's a couple of stables round the side. As you go round, you see there is a young stable boy with kind of straw hair, kind of sat on a stool, reading a book, actually. On a few parts of the world where you would find a child reading a book.
4: Whilst passing the rose garden, we're going to pluck one and stick one onto
0: my arm. Are you being stealthy about it? No. Uh, you walk past and you pluck one of these like, red roses off the bush as you walk around the back.
3: What is the boy reading?
0: It probably hasn't got the um, description on the front, but you can give me a perception check, see if you want to see what it is. 22. 22. You can see... You see um, an excerpt which says something along the lines of And then Lady Soraya led the forces of the new queendom to war. And you realise this is a history book talking about the founding of the queendom and the wider world and when she united all the human uh, kingdoms together to kind of fight the hobgoblin army. And you can see he's reading a book on history as he's sitting there. The horses are all kind of stabled and he seems like he's not got very much to do as he's kind of reading this book.
3: Can I just lean in and be like, I
0: love the ending to this one. The child reading kind of goes, yeah, it's really interesting. I'm a big fan of his story. As he looks at <laughs> he looks his half-orc kind of towering above him, he's like, hi, can I help?
3: Oh, um, sorry, didn't mean to scare you. We're some people. We're here, we've met your master owner man back at the tavern.
0: <laughs> your master owner man. Yes, this is definitely the situation here.
1: This guy called Barnabas.
0: Oh, Lord Barnabas, yes. Yeah, yes. he's
1: asking us to help find his horse.
0: He's from that, over there. He kind of points to like a stable.
1: Okay, uh, is that where the horse went missing from? Yeah? Okay, I'm going to go have a look. You enjoy your book. I'll just be like, she's an elf that likes to eat little boys. Uh,
0: can you give me a deception check, please? Are you I'm sure like, it's oh, a well, deception you check? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Zaga believes that elves eat little boys.
3: I don't, Zaga doesn't really have an opinion on elves. She's read that elves are good, she's read that elves are bad, but... You haven't
0: read that elves are good. No. <laughs> have I not? Oh, there is no texts within the Magisterium oh, to say elves okay. are good. okay. There right. are perhaps statements that the elves are. Neutral,
1: they are, they are elves, <laughs> but it
0: would be politically disad- disadvantageous to the queen and for them to believe that elves are good.
3: Okay, well, for her deception, she got a five.
0: She got a five. The boy kind of na-
3: deception. What did you roll? Three. Oh my god, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, I yeah, a three. Uh, he kind of narrows his eyes and goes, Are you Not an help. orc?
3: Can- I'm half orc,
0: so can- uh, I'm a half orc. Half orc's a slur. Oh, you slur yourself, yeah. Okay, bold. <laughs> he says, He says, Can I, can I kind of. Touches his teeth and then kind of puts a hand out because he wants to touch like, your tusks.
3: <sighs> All right, then. You kind of
0: kneel down Extend and he kind of jaw. touches your massive, like, lower incisors, like,
3: wow. And then can I just go Oh, that just to scare him? So the stables are that way, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Can I just lead into, just... into him and say,
1: Orcs eat children, though?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he starts crying. <laughs> This little boy with little a little mop of <laughs> straw coloured hair runs off sobbing somewhere in town. I'm
3: walking and writing as I'm just writing everything down. Do you have
0: a bonding moment as you bully a child <laughs> together. <laughs>
3: And she hasn't looked up from her book or her notes to even have this bonding moment. I'm just sort of looking back at the trail like, I didn't mean it. I'm
1: just joking.
3: <laughs> and, you're, and you're just like, I'm going to be a great mom. I like to think
4: uh, as the boy runs around the corner of the manor, he bumps into me.
0: <laughs> you, you kind of pick glowing. a flower, kind of inspecting him, bumps into you with your kind of skeletal green armour.
4: Hello, young man. <laughs> flower?
3: <laughs> Why have we trying to find
4: it? He's run off. off. <laughs> He's,
0: you've, you've got to that the flower. He's sprinted off further into town.
4: Nathan, was it something I said?
0: <laughs> I can't even begin to imagine what it might have been. For it's definitely not the spooky skeletal armor. You, yeah, you go to inspect the stables. It's quite obvious which stable is the one you're looking for. It's the one where the door has been caved in and battered off its hinges. Someone got a 19 on their nature check. That was Zagger earlier. As you kind of inspect this uh, destroyed stable, a couple of things occur to you. First of all, hippogriffs are dangerous, but they're usually not this bold. To have, like, take cow, happens occasionally, but not very often, they usually hunt wild creatures. To have come into a town, destroyed a stable, and dragged a horse not again pretty uncommon it's strange for them to have done this it must have been you you infer with i'd say again with your 19 this is a desperate hippogriff
3: am i would i still think it's a hippogriff at this point
0: or there's nothing to indicate that it is not um apart from the fact that this is unusual behavior it is a case where this is this is probably a very desperate animal then perhaps there's been a change to its circumstances that has resulted in its this behaviour, like something's happened in its to it, yeah, and it—it it seems like again, as you kind of have a look at the stables and you think, this hippogriff was probably—it's very strange that it's kind of gone out of its way to do this.
3: Okay, so I write all this down. I take notes. I write my inner monologue. Uh, should we all just have a look around? If we all take like a different corner of the stable and see if we can find any clues.
0: And give me investigation checks if you want to have a little look around, or yeah, survival I checks if you want to look for tracks.
1: I want to look for tracks. Uh, 22.
0: I'll have a look for tracks. 11. 11, and what'd you get for investigation? 11. What'd you get for investigation?
3: 17.
0: So for tracks, you can see, again, you can see this horse put up a fight. Cattle are formidable, um, although the cows in this kind of setting are much less overgrown like than modern cows. They're still powerful beasts, but they're not as massive as we find them today. But horses are still a pretty formidable foe, if you're to tangle with them, they've got a good kick. And you can see this struggle was quite a big struggle. Um, you know as well by, from what you've heard in spoke around Town that this attack happened after all the cattle were locked away. You, as you're kind of looking at this scrap, you can see the evidence of a, of a big old fight between these two creatures, presumably uh, the hippogriff, if that is what it is, and the horse. And again, you can kind of see it, it eventually does drag it off in a certain direction. And as you guys are kind of having a look at these tracks, in it, like you're kind of investigating with them you see um, there is something on the floor which looks like some, uh, maybe from a stray kick from the horse, a piece of skin has been ripped off and it's kind of on the floor. You pick it up and it has a really weird quality to it. It's, you pick it up and it feels almost like, um, kind of like crackling, like pork crackling. It's got like it's been dried or heated or burned or
3: something.
0: Okay. And it's very weird. Like it looks a scab? Like a, yeah, like a scab from a burn or something.
3: I Take make notes. notes yeah. <laughs> yeah, I make notes. I draw like a little diagram and annotate it.
0: May I
4: see that, please, Zaga? And can I do a medicine check to work out? You may. What has done this? Or that's only a fourteen, though. Uh,
0: this clearly came off from an injury, mm. so uh, clearly skin has been removed by an injury. But you can tell that it has come off easier than you might expect. Perhaps there was an injury that was there before that like, had scabbed over, that has then been been re-kicked and reopened. So you think you can't work out what did it, but you, if you were able to see where this skin came from, you would be able to diagnose the wider effect. So
4: I can't tell if it's the horses or the hippogriff.
0: Uh, well, given that horses and hippogriffs ha- are well, hippogriff is half horse, half yeah. eagle, and it's definitely not eagle, so
2: it could be from either. Oh, cool, cool. Could I have a medicine check? Could I check? Yeah, go for, it. I... go for it. Pass it here, Belmont. Let me have a look. Can I
1: have
2: as okay. well? Okay. Yeah, go for it. Four. <laughs> Sixteen.
1: There's a
2: pork scratching. <laughs> Together,
0: you make 30-20. <laughs> um, with a four, yeah, you can identify this. You don't think it's anything crazy, but you're like, I don't know what I'm
3: looking at. You sniff it and say, I think it's skin. <laughs> I bet it might taste nice. <laughs> Please don't eat it.
0: I take it and have a look. With a 16, you identify, I would say, that this looks like whichever creature it's come from has been burned. Yeah. Um, So it looks like... uh, um, It looks to you like whichever creature it came from was burned, that had healed, and then another attack
2: had resulted in this kind of heat scab coming off.
4: Ouch.
2: Right, well, should we go and uh, see if we can find this beast in its lair?
4: Did you find any tracks?
2: Yes, they headed off into that roughy area over there.
0: Hmm, I'm sure you can deal with a bit of roughage. Would you mind leading the way? Huzzah! (laughs) You make your way off um, following the trail. You manage to go back to Benjamin's farm and you pick up the trail from this creature. Um, as you're making your way along, um, again, you get to that point, point where you saw the cattle clearly had a bit of a fight with uh, the uh, creature and you start to make your way through. As you kind of hop over one of these dry stone walls, again, kind of going outside of the main grazing patch, this looks like somewhere where if you were in a sheep herding, uh, kind of a sheep rearing kind of area, they might graze their sheep, but... It seems like the main trade around here is cattle. You start to walk over kind of moorland, and as you're following this trail, you can see there is a a small smallish kind of wood ahead of you, um, and the trail seems to lead into there. You can kind of it's um, you can kind of smell the scent of the trees. You come close, and as you look within to the trees, the light disappears almost entirely. It's almost pitch black within this wood. You've been following kind of this real faint trail of blood that you managed to pick up but once you get to the border of the woods, the trail kind of just stops. You can feel cold air coming out of the forest, and it's like sound, the kind of almost like the wide-open sound of the plains you've been walking on reduces real close as you get towards the forest
2: and look at the darkness within.
4: Uh, Derek, be a gentleman, and please draw your sword for me.
2: I unsheath.
4: Now, I learned this to help me in the dark for when I ran out of candles, I cast light on his sword to lead the way, so it's now got a sickly green glow.
0: How glorious. As you rest your hands upon the sword of Duya uh, Khan Kastun that has been handed down from father to son, light flares from it, making the dim light within the wood, now bright light, so you can now all see properly, as long as you are within how far? 20 feet. You press into the woods? Yeah. Do you think you could
4: stealth a bit,
0: Nathan? sneaky man. You watch as Nathan kind of pulls up his hood and very quickly kind of retreats out from the light of the sword into the darkness and you kind of go along together, keeping close to the trees. Are you guys walking along behind them or standing where you are until they return? Uh We'll walk steady on behind them, I think. So maybe like at half-walking pace whilst you guys kind of go along walking
2: pace. Yeah.
4: It always amazes me at how that man can disappear. Can you give me
0: a perception check, please, about Twelve. As you're going through the woods, um, you can see off to the right, there seems to be some kind of depression. Like something is within, as in, like, the greenery has been squashed down by something. Okay. So, like, but you can't see what it is. You can just Oh, see, so like, it looks
1: like there's something there. Looks
0: like something has squashed it down. Whether it's still there or not, or whether it's or left, but you can go and investigate if you <laughs> wish.
1: Yeah, I'm going to tap Nathan on the shoulder.
0: You both kind of sneak up towards together and as you get close, there's kind of like a sweet smell on the air, like a sickly sweet smell on the air. And then as you get there, you realise what it is. You find the corpse of a cow. Um, its innards have been eviscerated.
1: And that's like sickly kind
0: of sweet. And the, the kind of smell of rot is a sick, sickening kind of sweet smell on the air. You can see, you can give me a nature or survival check. Up to you.
1: That one.
0: <laughs> you see something really bizarre. As you're kind of looking through, you see teeth marks. And a hippogriff has a beak.
1: i want to store that information. And keep then, that,
0: keep yeah. that in the back of your yeah. mind.
1: We're, um, like, what, like, human's teeth or, like... Like, like um... Carnivore it's teeth? It's really hard or? to tell, like,
0: big carnivore teeth. Yeah, like, like tearing. A lion. Yeah. Do you just point this out to Nathan?
1: No. I want to tell everyone when I get back to him.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Okay, he kind of looks at you and nods.
1: I'm assuming he can see what I can
0: yeah, 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 Well, he, he I'm, of... I'm assuming
1: that. Yeah, 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 of course you are. Yeah.
0: Give me another perception check. Is that another night one?
1: Yeah, for another six.
0: Uh, You see yet another depression off to the left. This one is a bit more obvious. It's a bit more of a bigger depression, but you can't see what's in it. If you wanted to go investigate or if you wanted to keep going further on, it's up to you.
1: I'm going to nudge Nathan and. Point him over to Nathan there. again,
0: squints. It's dim light for him. He's really strong. Your elf eyes are really piercing through the darkness. You can kind of see quite well, but you can't quite yeah, tell. Yeah, she's it. not picking up on that. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> kind of looks over, squints his eyes, shrugs, and like kind of points. Okay. She, he like shrugs and asks if you want to go and investigate.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: You get kind of closer and closer. Nathan's kind of squinting his eyes. And then at one moment, his eyes widen as you see a big bird head lifts up from within the depression. It rises up from above the grass, a beak. Perhaps the size of your head and a big bird head attached to the top of it which runs down. As it kind of looks at you, almost with sort of like a panicked look, you know, like a pair of wings sprout from the back.
1: What do you do? It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna move back.
0: Can you give me an animal handling check,
1: please? Yeah. Okay, that's a twenty four. Right.
0: Okay. <laughs> as you kind of back off, it kinda of goes. It kind of starts to stand up a little bit. And you see its big two kind of bird claws kind of lift up as it rises itself. And then its kind of horse flank lifts up. It's on all fours kind of looking at you. It's not threatening, but it's kind of definitely kind of got its piercing eyes on you. Can you give me another perception check? That's
1: a 23.
0: You can see all of its left side burn marks. Like its entire left side is burned. It kind of looks like it's kind of scabbed over almost, but you can kind of see, at least at one point, there's like raw kind of pink flesh which is just starting to heal. Yeah. As it's kind of looking at you, you just kind to back up. It's kind of wings beat for a second as it kind of in panic as you start to try and back off. Yeah. It kind of watches you. <laughs> as you three are kind of tromping through the woods. So are you going stealthily, not being wanting to be detected? I
4: guess um, we'll attempt it in these
0: me, yeah. All give me stealth checks. Yours will be with a disadvantage, Derek, due to your uh, armour.
1: Also, the fact he's probably going, no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's good being quiet, isn't it? <laughs> I'm very good at stealth.
3: Saga has got a four. In total? Yes.
0: Twelve. Not too bad.
4: Belmont's branches seventeen.
0: As you make your way through the woods, um, you are being quite subtle, quite quiet as you make your way through Belmont. You're doing not too bad, Derek, as you walk through, but you can still hear that kind of shing. S-
2: Shing, shing,
0: shing, from your, your chain mail as you're kind of making your way through. Mm. Sag
2: <laughs>
0: The pervading sound is club, club. Club. And you're kind of every, I feel like every footstep you're cringing. You know how heavy your footfalls are. The hippogriff hears that, rears up. <laughs> its kind of wings start beating behind it as it kind of rears up and its back feet claws extended, thumps on the ground and starts to scrape its back leg. No, no,
1: no. It's okay, it's okay. And I'm like, going to sort of like try and go to them to tell them to stop.
0: Can you give me an animal handling with disadvantage, please?
1: Can I use my inspiration to make it a normal You can. That's an eight. I'll be close enough now to see this.
0: You are, I'm saying you're within 60 feet. You can see this, this scene. You can see Zaga and Nathan trying to calm this beast down, which you can see actually, but as you look, it's looking straight at you, and its wings are beating. Belmont and Derek... You can just about see the shapes, but you're not quite sure what's going on. You can see two humanoid figures, which you assume are Valner and Nathan, and then you can see this big kind of horse-shaped creature with wings beating out, kind of scraping the ground and kind of making this horrible screeching noises in panic.
3: I imagine Zaga would put her arm out and be like, stop, 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 stop. They found it, they found it, they found it, they found it. And then she's, like, immediately trying to sketch and draw, take quick notes.
0: The hippogriff kind of takes a bit of a run at you, like it's trying to scare you. Like, it stampedes toward you, probably stops about ten feet away from you, and then it's, really sort of again, slamming its feet kind of on the ground. You can see it's kind of beating the ground with kind of, like, an anger and a kind of panic. You feel like you have either got to calm it down now, or it's about to try and kill you. What would okay. you like to do?
1: I'm going to try and calm it down. I'm not gonna hold up my hand with disadvantage to like up to its face and bow my head down well like it is in Harry Potter.
0: <laughs>
3: Depending on how well this roll goes, I have the spell command.
1: Okay, I can.
0: You can try. You, well, I, can I, try. I feel like if this fails, we'll be going to initiative.
1: Okay, that's a uh, twelve.
0: You bow your head, and as you bow your head, you hear the hooves start to stampede towards you, spurned on by the wind. And with that, I'd like everyone to roll initiative, please. As the Hippogriff rears up before you, its wings flapping behind it, Derek, you see your two friends around 60 feet
2: away. What would you like to do? Run 30 feet. All right, awesome. Towards them. Put down my sword. Can I throw one of my javelins? You can, yes, absolutely. That's a 12. Uh, 12 will hit. Nice. That's a
0: four damage. You sprint forward, pull a javelin off your back and you launch it across at the creature as it's kind of rearing up, again, kind of being very intimidating towards Valder. You manage to, to strike it kind of straight in its flank, perhaps even you go, you get it where it's kind of burnt. You strike it its backside, chipping off more of that skin. It's kind of sticking into the beast as it kind of lets out a uh, scream. It had its eyes trained on Zaga, lets out a screech as it kind of levels its eyes at you, kind of turning its head away from Zaga. That is Derek Valner. Europe. It's ten feet away from you. It's right in front of you. So I'm gonna run back. You get kind of. You're now kind of behind. Are you going in the direction of Derek? No. Oh, so you're kind of. I'm gonna go sort out. of like diagonally. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. You're now you're now about forty-five feet away from the beast. And I'm gonna shoot it with
1: my long bow. Turn around. Spin on my heels. That's a 18.
0: 18 will hit. Good, eight damage. Awesome. As you sprint back, you kind of string your bow. You see the javelin strike its flank, uh, and you kind of are like, again, kind of panicking. You string your bow and you fire an arrow at it. Once again, striking the same flank again, kind of chipping off this burn flesh as it lets out <laughs> another screech. Um, we could have been friends! <laughs> how much damage did you do? <laughs> eight. Eight. Beautiful. You can see, yeah, this animal is panicked. Uh, it's kind of like, especially even now, it's kind of damaged. Zagger, you're up.
3: I saw. Th- Do we want to kill this thing?
0: You were told to solve the problem. Um, I think one method of that was you were told to kill it, but you feel like if you solve the problem that you don't have to kill it.
3: Zaga probably feels really bad inflicting any sort of pain or anything to this creature because she can see that it's suffering. So Mm -hmm. I think she feels really bad. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to cast Command with the Grovel action.
0: All right, so I have to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, yes, of oh, 12, please. 12. I'm so sorry, that's a 14. No. Uh, as you kind of, uh, you say grovel, your kind of voice echoes across the forest and kind of reverberates over the creatures. You kind of pull on the arcane weave within the air and you see it kind of focuses on you and you see for a second almost like its front claws kind of buckle a little bit, then it kind of shakes its head and rears up again. Kind of res- it almost feels like it's, its panic has kind of taken over. It can't listen to kind of what you're saying. Did you want to get closer or...? You're also allowed to yeah. say anything. If you wanted to stop people killing it, you could be like...
3: Yeah, so I want to move 20 foot, please.
0: Nice.
3: I will shout and be like, we don't have to kill this thing. Like,
1: I try to reason with it.
3: Soon... <laughs> I, just, I just... She shouts like, do we have to kill this? Like, please, can we try and think of another way?
0: As a reminder, you can knock something unconscious. If, you wanted to, if you're doing melee damage, you can knock it unconscious. That is something you're able to do. Whether you want to do it is up to you guys, but that's something you're able to do. Can you give me a persuasion check, please? Zaga. Just to see if you, if, you, if you influence Nathan.
3: That's a 12.
0: Nathan kind of regards you. Then you see he kind of very quickly pulls the rope off of his back and starts to kind of tie a knot around it. Um, as he's doing that, he kind of goes behind a tree and he's going to try and hide. Okay. It seems like you have swayed him. Okay. So you can see he's tying like almost like like a lasso kind of thing. And he's looks like he's trying to make some form of restraint and he's trying to hide so that he will be able to kind of get some advantage over the creature. Okay. Um that is his turn. He is hidden. You see him kind of disappear behind a tree and start to ready himself. He wants to he nods at Zaga, turns to Belmont and says, Do as she says.
4: I'll give you twelve seconds. My magic is death, not life, and I lean against the nearest tree and let them get on with it.
0: Oh, fucking hell. Uh do you want to take like the dodge action or anything or
4: Yeah, yeah. I will prepare to dodge if it charges at me. But
0: you don't prepare to dodge. You can take the dodge action to all attacks against you have disadvantage, yeah. basically. Beautiful. You start to dodge. Um or you can hide. Dodge or hide.
4: I'll go I, it makes more sense to like I lean against a tree but in like a kind of hidden position. All
0: right. I will I will give you inspiration for that. Because that challenge. was I like that line and also like fuck you. Uh <laughs> It's true. No, I, yeah, I have no You can't kill it. Budget. Uh, you can't not kill it. Beautiful. Uh, it is the Hippocris turn. Uh, it beats its wings and takes off into the sky. And as it does, you are about 30 foot away from it, Derek. So what it does is it kind of takes off and just flies towards you. Uh, its uh, beak kind of diving for you, trying to scratch at you with its beak. As it flies up to you, its beak collides with you. Um... I have the wrong dice out Its beak collides with you And then it goes for your claws As its kind of beak scratches at your face You take 12 points of piercing damage As it drives into you You can feel it push through your scales But its claws are kind of scratching at your arm Unable to do anything Um, It then kind of pushes you to the ground And takes off into the sky This creature has a feature known as flyby, which means if it flies out of your range, you do not get an attack of opportunity. It is now flying in the kind of trees ahead. It's not ideal flying conditions for this creature, but you see it feel like it's kind of got at least some ability with it. It has, for that purpose, it has half cover, so it has a plus two to its armor class now because it's now kind of obscured amongst the branches of the trees, but it doesn't look like it's flying away. It's trying to get out of range. Um, It's kind of 30 foot directly above you, Derek. It is your turn,
2: Derek. I'm going to use my lay on hands okay on yourself yeah to restore three hit points
0: beautiful you lay your hands upon your perhaps upon the kind of the beak scratch marks that's kind of deep dug into your scales around your neck where your chain mark kind of has a gap you kind of summon upon your guard and you feel the kind of injury start to knit themselves back together again
1: So I'm gonna resheaf the arrow that I've prepared Lab. Sort sort of shrug a little bit like okay fine pull a net out of my
0: backpack mm-hmm. and
1: ready in action to throw it on the hippogriff if it comes down nice within 10 foot of me.
0: Okay, do you want to get... It looks like currently it's targeting Derek. Would you like to get yeah, near Derek? Yeah, I'll run over as close to Derek as I can now. I will allow you to get within range of Derek, basically. You, you get kind of in a position where if it comes for Derek, you'll be able to get it with your net. Okay, yeah
1: so yes.
0: Um, awesome. Zaga's turn. You see now that you seem to have swayed a couple of people. They're starting to prepare themselves to deal with the creature in a less violent means. What would you like to do?
3: Does Nathan have a plan?
0: Do you ask him that question? Yeah. It kind of shouts across to you. If I get a good shot, I'm going to lasso around its neck and kind of pull it to the ground. Uh, maybe we can knock it unconscious then.
3: Okay, uh, is there a way I can bait it?
0: Are you out of spells?
3: I only have one spell slot. I've got I've got Eldritch Blast and Mage Hand as my cantrips. Mage Hand? hmm
0: uh, uh, Guide my lasso.
3: Okay, okay. So I'll cast Mage Hand with the rope yep. to try and get around its neck and create like a leash. Easy,
0: easy, easy. You grab your Mage Hand and you the rope up I'm gonna give you a spell attack basically so as if you were casting an attack spell
3: mm-hmm. not 20
0: oh, yes, yes. you are you kind oh. of as you kind of you and Nathan are shouting each other between the trees you can hear the beating of this beast's wings it screeches through echoing through the forest he's like have you got any magic I only have mage hand Mage Hand seeks through you, grab the lasso and shoot it up through the sky and kind of loop it lazily over the Hippogriff's neck and you see that Nathan is ready to kind of cinch it down so then he's kind of got some grip on it. He says, I'm going to need some help once I've got this. Do you want to come give me a hand?
3: Yeah, I'll I'll move over and get myself in a position that I can grab the rope in preparation. Uh,
0: Good stuff. Uh, I like that. Um, Nathan is going to try and do it now. Uh, So he's going to try and kind of... He cinches the lasso, which is really easy, and he's going to try and start to pull the creature in, so he's going to make a contested athletics uh, check with the Hippogriff. So the Hippogriff got an 11, so he needs to beat an 11. He rolls a 15. You watch as Nathan pulls down on the uh, rope. It kind of cinches around. The way you've loosened it, perhaps you didn't do it around its neck you kind of manage to get it over its front more specifically than you would have been able to do if he'd just thrown the lasso up. kind of goes over the front claws, round its back, and he cinches it, and it kind of destabilizes the hippogriff, and he's going to falter in the air, and Nathan starts to pull it down towards him. Uh, the creature is grappled currently, so it is currently in a position where its speed is zero in that it can't move any further, but it can kind of, almost like a kite, kind of fly around on the rope, so it can't get any further away than the minute it is currently, and I'm going to say he's pulled it down, so it's now 15 foot in the air. Excellent, good stuff. Uh, Then it is Belmont.
4: Prepare the dodge action.
0: In fact, do you know what? Nathan shouts over you. Said, "Get over here, you lazy asshole, and give us a hand." I go and help pull him down. Give me an athletics check, please. (laughs) That's a ten. Uh, I'm a wizard. 10 versus a 12. You grab it and you're like, trying to pull it, it starts to beat its wings away, screeching loudly um, as you fail to kind of pull it in. Nathan kind of says to you, like, louder than he needs to, kind of shouting in your ears, like, it's the trying that counts as they're kind of trying to pull this beast down. It is the Hippogriff's turn. The Hippogriff can get to Derek, so it swoops down. As it's within range of Derek, you can then throw your net if you would like.
1: Hey it's a 28 catch it a 28 <laughs> <laughs>
0: specifically how nets work i forget okay.
1: a large or smaller creature hit by a net is restrained until it's freed and that has no effect on creatures that are formless creatures that are huge or larger so this is a large creature uh
0: this is a large creature Sweet.
1: Um, a creature can use its action to make a dc 10 strength check freeing itself or another creature within its reach on a success
0: Awesome. So the creature is now basically the hippogriff is now restrained from two Storm. You've got the kind of lasso as as it's kind of as it flies down, Nathan kind of uses his reaction to tiny it in. So he's almost like reeling it in like a fish a little bit, kind of getting close to it. And then you (laughs) launch your net over the top and pull it down to the ground. As it kind of pulls down, the creature lets out a horrifying scream and tries to break out of the net. DC 10? That is a seven. Its wings beating against you. Kind of got it down in the net as it's screeching, trying to pull itself out.
2: Derek, your turn. No, I'll use like the dull end of my sword to try and knock this thing out. Hit it right on the beak. Yeah, you have advantage on this one. Twenty-one. Beautiful. And then roll your
0: damage. That is eight damage. Eight damage. You get the flat end of your sword and you bam crack it over the head. The creature stops struggling and you can see it breathing slowly as it lies unconscious in your net. Um, congratulations.
1: Woo! We caught a hippogriff. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I tried to calm it down before it started trying to attack us, but I think once you've knocked it unconscious, even when it does wake up again, I think it's going to look at us and go, shit, these are the guys who attacked me.
4: Can I do a medicine check or an arcana to see if it's magical burns?
0: Uh, Up to you, which one would you rather do?
3: Can I just roll a perception because there was the first dip that we went Mm -hmm. past, but I feel as if we wouldn't have paid much attention to that because we were focused on the Hippogriff, mm-hmm. so can I just have a scout around the area, just, yeah, without, yeah. without wondering, I'm just kind of looking around yeah, yeah, to yeah. see what
0: I can see. You can give me an investigation check if you like. Only a 14 for the
4: archive.
0: That's actually fine. So you have a look, and you study this thing. You actually think you know a couple of things that might have caused this. Uh, there are different creatures which have fire breath weapons as you have seen as demonstrated by Derek. Uh, There is a horrifying creature known as a Chimera, which has the head of a goat, dragon, and lion, um, which can breathe fire. Uh, You know dragons can breathe fire, and this seems like a like the kind of scorch marks, the pattern seems like a breath weapon that's been inflicted upon this creature.
4: It's not a man-made wound. This creature was driven out of its territory by a bigger predator. The dragon would probably have fried it alive. My money's on a Chimera. Perhaps we could try and kill that on the road, make it a bit safer.
1: As in you want us to return this hippogriff to its territory.
4: I don't know what we're going to do with the hippogriff, to be honest.
0: So Zaggy, you're having an investigate around the the kind of like the site, I guess if you dig around. Do you have a like dig around in the actual creature's nest that you're currently at?
3: Yeah, not like a full dig, like I'm just yeah, kicking around. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you quite off the bat, this is again a very new nest. It's not been there for very long. You would expect for this to be a creature's kind of home there would be a lot more signs of it being here. As you look around the woods, you find the corpses of two cows, one horse.
3: Nathan, uh, I ask if he's got any sort of remedies, potions, lotions, any like healing thing that he can apply to this hippogriff skin so when it comes round, it will hopefully notice that we're doing it good and be less inclined
0: to eat us. I've got my healer's kits, which we've gone through a lot more than I expected to, that we can... Yeah. Try and patch it. I think, I think it makes sense. We could also maybe use... Have you got any of your um, holy magic left for healing? Yes, I could
2: restore a couple of hit points.
0: Okay, so we can get together, and if we try and... If I, I patch some stuff up now, the wounds that we've already done, and then when it comes around, we'll try and heal it when it comes around. Wait,
3: save your healers kits. I'm sure I've got some kind of remedy in one of my books.
0: I will allow you to do a medicine check to see if, if you have notes, you can decipher how to use them.
3: Okay, thank you.
0: All right. It's not. It's difficult. But you can try.
3: <laughs> That's the twenty-one.
0: Oh, DC was seventeen. <laughs> uh, you managed to find. Um, so what you find is you don't find the way to do anything uh, that can cure hit points per se. But you can find things to soothe the burn. Yeah. So was, things that if something hurts, it kind of like the kind of thing you can apply to it. Yeah. Like a poultice that would dull the pain, but not exactly. Um, Heal it outright.
3: Yeah, I wasn't looking to, like, heal it outright. It was more to just aid in...
0: You will need a nature check to try and actually find these herbs, though. Okay.
2: We we could maybe tame the beast, get it on our side, have it fight for us. As As a mount? Or a companion, yes.
3: The thought did cross my mind.
2: We could try.
3: Imagine if I could shoot my
1: arrows whilst flying.
2: I think if we can heal it from whatever burns and lesions this creature has... Tame it, show that we are good. We could maybe win it over and and show it a good life.
1: And we could tell the villagers we killed it, and they'll give us the reward money, and then we will have the reward money and the hypocrite. We don't have to lie, we just tell them we've dealt with it. Yeah, They don't need to know specifics. I don't know, that Barnabas guy was... He said, we either bring back his horse or kill the thing. Like, he specifically said that, and I feel like... Um, I feel like he's the kind of person who would say, Well, I said if you killed it, well, and then if wouldn't we, give we us just the money, say that it's been dealt with. We don't have to
3: go, we don't have to specify that we haven't killed it or we have. Just say,
1: That's a been good compromise. We'll imply that we've
4: killed it. He strikes me as the kind of gentleman who wanted his its head for his
0: wall. But we he didn't
1: maybe, ask. We could take a feather while it's unconscious.
0: Do you reckon, Nathan says to all, he will recognize his own horse's foot? Because we could, gruesome as is, take our foot off his horse, burn it a bit and then take that as evidence.
4: Take that with some feathers.
3: Let's think about this later on. Let's just focus right now on trying to heal it and just figure out what to do with it. Agreed. Yeah, did, did we
1: figure out how we're going to heal it?
3: Um, so I have a recipe, I have a plan, I need your nature skills to help me find the things. Foraging. Yes, I can do foraging. Yeah. yeah, I know what I'm looking for, but I don't know what I'm looking for. I okay. know what I need to be looking for, I just
0: don't know what it is.
1: Okay, okay, let's go find
0: it. If you two work together, uh, Valny, you can give me a survival check with advantage.
2: I'm going to pull out the javelin. Yeah, cool. But maybe he won't remember.
1: <laughs> maybe he'll think just...
2: I'm going to give you inspiration. <laughs> I already
0: have it. Spend it.
1: 24.
0: As you make your way around the woods. You kind of noticed, recognize a few of these herbs. You managed to go around this area. You managed to pick a few of them. Um, I think, has any, have any of you got like a morsel and petal? Well, I mean, someone's got like a like a, a mess kit and stuff. You can kind of start to grind the herbs up yeah. and you're able to turn it into a poultice, which once again has no mechanical benefit, but does cool the scent, like sensation of a burn wound. And then you were going to do some paladin magic upon it, weren't you, Derek?
2: I call on the graces of Bahamut to heal this poor creature for what we have caused.
0: As you start healing it, you can kind of, like, you all see a shining light appears from within your claws, kind of like a silvery light, as you guys kind of rub this poultice on it. You see the creature starts to kind of come round. I feel it's still restrained. You can see it kind of panics initially. So uh, whoever has the best animal handling... Up plus five. You can give me that with advantage to try and calm it. As it kind of looks a bit panicked, eyes have kind of gone a bit wide. 19. You see it kind of... Looks over at Derek. It looks over at you guys who are applying the poultice. It looks at Nathan. It's kind of I'm gonna
1: offer it some berries, but it, it eats meat. Doesn't it's it?
0: omnivorous. So it oh, okay. Was... Well, I'm going to
1: offer it some berries that I gathered it
0: while kind heard. of like gardening. You know, it reaches down, and starts pecking at them quite gently, and starts to eat them. You see, it's kind of calmed down. It doesn't take its eyes off any of you. Its eyes are kind of like. Not right in the side of its head, like, kind of towards the centre a little bit, so it's kind of keeping its eyes on you, all of you at one time, but you can kind of see at least it's not immediately panicking.
3: It's focused.
0: Yeah, it's kind of just making sure it's got you all in its line of sight. Is there any chance it
2: speaks a language or could
0: comprehend it? No, it's a a beast. The hippogriffs are basically, like, intelligent animals. Uh, They are not technically animals, they're technically monstrosities, which is an annoyingly defined thing in D&D, which means it's not technically a beast, um, but it, basically they ha- they have some of intelligence, but they're no, in no way sapient. Like, they don't understand languages. They're kind of just like, uh, they have the mind of a beast, basically.
2: Could I try anyway to use my psionic mind and yep. to send a message into the hippogriff's mind that's just calm, it's okay, those kind of vibes. Calm vibes. Yeah. Can, you Ocean me, waves. can you give me an animal handling check, please? Yes. Can I use my inspiration? You can. A 12 or... At 12.
0: <laughs> uh, so that's 13. Mm-hmm. You kind of send your kind of like, you again reach through the weave and you kind of send a kind of feeling of calm towards a creature. And you can see it's already kind of, it's like I said, it's breathing and slowed down, but it's still kind of darting its eyes. Its kind of eyes slow down a little bit and kind of focus on you. And it kind of sees, it feels a very a calm, set like a sense of calm from you. And it kind of feels like it's at ease. It feels like it's with allies. Nathan kind of tentatively starts to take the rope off the creature. It kind of ducks its head to allow it, kind of shakes its head and stands up, stretches out its wings, which stretch out like a good 10 foot wide up above it, and then kind of folds them in, kind of shakes its head and lets out a little cheap. Uh, In fact, it does, in fact, it kind of bows its head a little bit and then observes you all and lets out a kind of happy guy. Can we
3: all just like stroke it?
2: Yeah, could I try and lay a hand on it and then expend another hit point as I'm stroking it?
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you yeah. you you uh, start to send kind of like healing magic uh, into it. You see kind of some of its wounds close. That burning still persists. Uh, the poultice looks like it might help kind of long term. The burning effect might leave. Um, but yeah, you you heal a little bit more. It seems a little bit more at ease. We now have a hippogriff. Then.
2: Hey!